The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back to episode 104 of the Schmozone podcast. I'm Helen Yee with Helen Yee Sports, and my co-host is... Dave Schmolenson, the Schmo. You open the show. It's a special show, episode 104. This episode is dedicated to Helen Yee Sports. I feel very honored and grateful. I'm normally sitting next to you, so I'm not used to sitting across from you. I wanted to actually sit in that seat, but by the time Zane, who's uh, mixing the show, was sitting down getting ready... I just had to be lined up for this camera, uh, and it worked out for you in that show, but glad you're starting. Wait, so why why did you want to sit here? I just wanted a different feel for the room. It's already a nice oh. different feel that it's just you and I doing a podcast. Yeah. We haven't done this. Maybe, did we do this during the pandemic? Yes, and I believe in the very beginning. Remember our first show ever? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah, so wow, I, it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a while, but I feel like we have a lot to catch the fans up on 100%. and the audience. So, and we always say we just want to have a a normal conversation between us two. It's so hard because we're always so on, we're always working all the time, and yeah. I want to use this show to uh, dedicate for starters, Helen, first placed, first competition back, hundred and sixty three girls competed. And it was a real event. It wasn't a master's level event for those familiar with swimming. It was an event that you get points for, your team gets points for. Uh, November is when Olympic qualifying trials opens up. So this was just a test to get back in. First event in 16 years, Helen gets in first place. And she gets a better time than what she's ever had before. And she pretty much just leaves and uh, picks up right where sh she left off back when she was 14 and within two seconds time-wise of Olympic qualifying trials time and I couldn't be more proud of you. Thank you. Well, everyone knows that it's not just like you going out there and competing. It's obviously the support system and I mean just a lot that went on 16 years ago when I last competed, you know, with support systems and whatnot. So, I mean, it's nice to be surrounded by just great energy, obviously, like yourself. And um, I couldn't have done it without your support, without my strength trainers, because back when we first started, or you actually asked me, because you were begging me when we first started dating, like, oh, I really want to, you know, every day I need to sweat. And I need to sweat, get in the sweat equity every day. <laughs> yeah. And you would beg me, remember? And I hated working out. I wasn't working out for close to a decade and a half. I hated it because I was so burnt out from, you know, when I was 14 years old and forced to quit swimming. 
So it was nice to be back. It was hard to get back in shape. But um, yeah, thankful for the support system, the strength trainers, and it felt nice to compete again. I feel happy. Well, you never wanted to leave this chapter open. You always wanted to finish what you started, and now you gave yourself the opportunity. You've dedicated everything. You made all the sacrifices. Glad to do it with you. We both make sacrifices for each other and with each other every single day. I love you very much, and uh, I'm not surprised. Well, I'm happy, but I'm not satisfied. You right. know, I just I feel like there's so much more because I quit at such a just a weird age you know I was like so young at 14 and you see a lot of athletes go on to college and compete and you know just like how their bodies developed and then strength training lifting because when you're that young you know when you're like a quote age group swimmer it's like we couldn't really you know lift weights or do things that I can do now at 30 and it's been um, a lot different now, I guess, but in a good way. And I just, all I care about doing every time that I wake up every day is just what can I do to be closer to my goal, my childhood dream of qualifying for Olympic trials. And ultimately my competition now, you know, now that I'm 30 and I mean, I guess in swimming years, I'm quote old, but I don't care because I don't feel 30, I feel literally just like where I left off. Real quick interjection, yeah. but when we went to Nero Force One and we got the testing done, yeah. your biological age was actually that of someone who's 26. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know if it was because I literally did not do anything for over a decade. Like I hated working out and I wasn't, you know, into a lot of like, like I never drank much or anything. I literally just sat there um after I lost weight from 217 pounds because when I first quit swimming and then yeah got kind of depressed gained a lot of weight couldn't stop eating but um I guess yeah to get back to your point um it was yeah nice to be back I'm happy but I'm not satisfied and I feel like the only competition that I face every time I compete is just myself because I just want to be better than I was yesterday. And I'm confident that every day I can be better than I was yesterday. And I think that's such an important human emotion that you experience on the highest level. And I experience every day is how can I be better tomorrow than I was today? Yeah. And it just gives you a purpose and that purpose, you can find happiness. We both have found in what we do and what we like to do and what we do with each other. And here's the Schmozone podcast. So most of all, the most above all, practice what I always preach and we always preach, but we don't talk about it. We be about it. And you worked. No one else worked for you. You put in the work. And uh, I've always been a firm believer of let your actions speak louder than your words. And if you have the power to change things. If you don't like things, you can do something about it. You aren't going to live the rest of your life just abandoning the dream that you had when you were a child. I knew, you knew that now was the time, and here we are. I have to admit, I was extremely out of shape. You remember the first time you took me to the park, and I couldn't oh. even, like, do a <laughs> hang or, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. do a pull-up. 
And in my mind, I'm well, like, not no even problem. like a like a little circuit, like calisthenics. Oh, I was dying. Not even like, like jumping rope. Yeah, mm. I was so out of shape. So honestly, I truly, I didn't know I, I could come back. But um, like I said, having the proper support system, the people that surround you, and and having people that believe in you through the days that you may not even believe in yourself. I think that was really important because you always encouraged me and held me accountable. Even, like I said, in the beginning, it was rough getting back into shape. Like I couldn't even hang on the bar for like three seconds and I was so exhausted. And, but having like your support, I think that's what's making the big dif- the biggest difference this time around. And I think just being older now and experiencing a lot in my life, when I was a younger athlete, I guess I used to psych myself out, you know, mentally, I lost the mental battle first. And I was worried about, oh, who's my competition? Who's this? Who's that? But you were just telling me going into the swim meet, like, who cares if those girls are 16, 17, 18, like, who cares? Because your only competition is yourself. And that every time I swam, you know, when I swam in the prelims, qualified first, my competition was me. When I swam at night against all the fastest girls, the competition was me. It wasn't them. And uh, just having the right mindset, I think, helped a lot. I don't think you can truly get to become the best at your craft if you don't have the mindset, why not me? Why can't I be the best? And if having that is such a self-fulfilling emotion that it's it's great that you you feel that we feel that i know like you've had to experience very similar things 100% and to me it's the next best thing cuz you know my dream was always as a child at least to be a professional athlete yeah. and when i realized that probably in my teenage years a couple of years after you quit swimming or around that same age even that that dream wasn't going to happen okay what's the next best thing to do talk about sports for a living. So the dream was to do whatever it can, I can. The, the motto, the mantra, uh, wake up every day, talk sports, and make people laugh, entertain people. And the schmo was, for anyone who isn't familiar with it, like created because nobody gave me a chance. I created it to prove a point that even playing in character, I could still do it even better than the people that were doing it, quote, taking it seriously, this was their job. It's just I felt that when it came to humanizing athletes, when it came to giving the fans what they want to hear, showing the personalities of their favorite fighters, I thought that in a self-deprecating way that the character would be the best way to go forward with it. And I feel like every day I prove through time that without the support of anybody except for you, essentially – what networks, organizations, companies have dozens or more people on a team for, even if it's half a dozen, that's still three times more than you and me. But we don't complain and we make it happen. Exactly. Because no one gave you a chance and having that chip on your shoulder is actually like a benefit. It can be a positive because it is for me. What's more empowering? Know that you did this all by yourself. You did this swimming thing all by yourself without a coach. Yeah. Without a coach, all with your own mind power and, of course, some strength training. 
and you could still even get stronger. You will get stronger. Yeah. You get stronger every week. Well, it's only been like, what, three months that I've been training um, or strength training after surgery. So. And that was a major surgery, a major decision that many people wouldn't do because you make the sacrifices necessary to achieve your goal. Yeah, remember two surgeries, actually. Yeah. I, I was one of the lucky ones that, like, yeah, yeah it didn't heal the best. But anyway. The price you have to pay. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm willing to do what it takes because the how things left off when I was young you know, I mean, it went through a phase. It went through, you know, I didn't understand what was going on. I was so young to I was depressed because all I knew how to do was be an athlete, like how to set goals, work hard and achieve goals. And and then when I mean, I guess I lost my identity after that, then got burnt out mentally and physically, never wanted to work out again. And then now I'm finally <laughs> motivated again, 16 years later only. It's never too late. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like and like you said with Neuroforce, it's like, I don't feel 30. I mean, yeah, my face, I might look it, you know, I might look 40 or 50 to some people, but like physically, I, d I don't feel like I'm much older than I was. I feel stronger. Yeah. Well, also shout out to Elliot. All of his workouts, yeah, his garage, the safe haven. That uh, we went from the park to his garage somehow yeah. during the pandemic. Well, because I think the audience should know. Like, you're such a great boyfriend, and you try to train me in the beginning, but I was so out of shape, and you could be a little mean. So, because I know it's tough love, but it's like you have to remember, I wasn't exaggerating when I said I never worked out. So. Rather than fight with you, I did the wise thing and found someone I know that could do it significantly better than, than me. Yet I can learn from this person because I don't know everything. And we found Elliot, and he's been great. Yeah, he taught me how to do a squat because I've never your lifted form. weights in my he, life. And he perfected your form. Yeah, how to do a squat. Your range of motion, too. When I first started learning how to do pull-ups with the thick bands he would put like three of them yeah and remember i used to always ask you like is this gonna really help me be able to and i would tell it? you yes 100 percent, a million times over because the way he had you the progression he had for you to build the strength you didn't take any shortcuts you built a solid foundation full range of motion perfect form and that's why you are where you're at now and will continue to improve yeah so i i'm and brian are, yes. I don't I'm not there with you on that. Yeah, Brian's been awesome too and I actually did my first real pull-ups without bands with Brian. Um I remember the first time I could do it, I was like, "Really?" <laughs> like it was such a cool feeling. I just I don't know. I I feel like um like this really makes me happy and this now I understand, you know, life happens the way it's supposed to happen. I mean, there's nothing you could do to change things that have happened. But I'm just thankful for the opportunity to once again pursue my dreams because I feel like I'm more motivated now than before. And with a different outlook and mindset, I, I feel like this time I'm just going to have fun. So there's more swimming competitions coming up over the next few months where Helen will make the decision of how she wants to handle it. Uh, just follow along. 
I imagine she's going to vlog about it, put it on her YouTube channel, as she should, the journey. But uh, well, definitely our actions are going to speak louder than the words. Like, you'll see it more than you'll hear it, you know? Yeah, and I definitely didn't really want to vlog about it during this time just because, again, it's like putting the training in, but then like you said, not having a swim coach. So just reflect on this journey. It's so inspiring for so many people out there. And I Thanks. think at bare minimum, you just got to keep a log of it. And one day you're going to want to reflect on it. Well, it, it was also kind of embarrassing, you know, just so out of shape and then thinking like, I've seen worse. <laughs> but Well, yeah, but it's like, oh, my dreams to qualify for the Olympic trials, but I can't even hang on a pull-up bar right now but for three I, seconds. But I've heard, and it's 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 still as crazy as it as it is. I knew you were always capable. Yeah, I mean now I have more belief, and I'll feel more comfortable talking about it. But like I said, during that time, it was just like kind of the unknown and the expectations of like without a swim coach here in Vegas, just the unknown of how do I go about this? How, like, I'm used to that structure since, you know, I was six years old when I first started swimming. So I just didn't really know where to start, where to begin, how I was going to do. I would just go swim leisure laps, you know, a couple laps, like 30 minutes. And, you know, just kind of be guessing. So, but you told me you're like, you need a starting point, so you need to compete. Register for USA Swimming. So I did that in May. You told me to compete, and I was really scared. I didn't want to. <laughs> it was quite the week. I already messed up by strength training the week of, so my body was, like, kind of beat. But overall, I'm thankful that you kind of gave me the push that I needed to just, like, go do it. And like you said, don't talk about it. Just be about it. The audience needs to know that I feel like you work out harder than me. Like, you work out hard. <laughs> I mean, are they allowed to know that? I mean, yeah, but I, I think, as you know, for me, it's like I'm very entrepreneurial and uh, competitive, okay. and if I have to do it, I'm 100% going to do it. I want to do it, but it's got to be the right dance partner. I didn't work this hard for – you have to take inspiration from what's out there. And we know some pretty influential people that have done some big things. I could think of a couple of people right off the top of my mind where it's like, whether or not you like them or hate them, you have to be reasonable to see that what they're doing is pretty amazing. And I take inspiration yeah. from that, from a lot of people. So if I do it, dan dance partner has to be right. And you're talking about a fight. Fight. Any type of combat, any type of sport, but obviously we're in fighting, so that's a given. I've offered basketball too. Well, what about? Aren't you also doing the schmo versus the pro stuff? That's the thing. It's like I want to do that so much, but it's like you saw when I've done it so much how much of a burden it is, and just wearing so many different hats. Like if I do the schmo and the pro. I want to just be focused on delivering the best content possible, just focusing on being the schmo, not the producer, the editor, the, the booker, like, like 
wearing all the different roles. Like if I do it, I want to do it right because I've done enough of them and I'm getting into my mid 30s sooner than later. So I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Hey, age is just a number. And when you do make the Olympic trials, I have to do the Ironman. So I got to hit up Paul Felder because somewhere between yeah. 2017, the last time I ever did 70.3 and then just not doing anything since. And since he's retired from MMA, he's turning himself into one of these top tier triathlons yeah. uh, people, uh, triathletes, sorry, in the world. He's so good. I know. I respect that. Look, he's so he's got the mindset. One hundred percent. And because people have asked me, like, oh, when you get back into swimming, do you want to also do like triathlons, or you should do triathlons? But I'm thinking to myself, like, I hate running. I we mean, we I should we should just do. We should do at least a sprint triathlon because a sprint triathlon. It's the fast. It's it's the running is small. I think the running at most is a 5K, 3.1. But what's considered a sprint? Like 3.1 mile run. Okay, see, here's the difference. When I could be less. When I sprint in swimming, it's it's, 50 meters. It's like less than 30 seconds. So when you're talking. Yeah, what about the 100? That's that's like less than a minute, you know? It's it's still going to help your conditioning. Yeah, but no, so. Now, every time I hear sprint, I'm just like, ooh, is it going to be done in like a minute? You know, it's like, dang, how many miles? But, I mean, I guess I'll suck it up. It's good, like, mental training. So, when you think about running, just for just conditioning, is 3.1 a lot? Running yeah. three miles? 100%. Yeah. What's normal for you? mile? Yeah. A mile. Like seven minutes of running? <laughs> yeah. When I swam, you know, the 50 meter, I forgot how long it was. So the whole time I'm swimming. I was swimming long course this morning here in Vegas. It was good. I'm just, I'm so trying to get used to um, the length of the pool because I don't, like, I keep forgetting it's been 16 years since I last swam and did this. And when I competed, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes this past weekend, but it's fine because I love learning and improving on it. I forgot how long 50 meters is. So I'm trying to hold my breath. And then, you know, you just see the black lines on the bottom of the pool. So it's like, okay, I'm passing one line, passing the other, and I'm holding my breath. And then I'm like, where's the freaking wall? Like I need to breathe. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I need to breathe. So then I take a breath, and the wall's right there. So I'm like, crap. Like, I, I have to – I don't know. It's a swimming thing. I, I have to you got to like get your timing re-learn. and your rhythm, yeah. 100%. That's a great thing. I just forgot. So now you have your benchmark. That's why I'm. everyone's so pumped and proud for you. Like, that's why Thanks. you shocked a lot of people. But your benchmark, your starting point, like, you have a lot of ways you know already you can correct this. Yeah, so back to the drawing board. <laughs> so this morning I was like, okay, you know, how am I going to do this? And then working on how to take a breath faster, you know, because if I need to take a breath, but ultimately, ideally, I would like to make my lungs a lot stronger and not have to breathe or if i breathe it's like a tiny yeah we got it we got to do some breath exercises yeah 
And probably like what you said, sprints at the park. I mean, I love this stuff. I'm just, I'm excited okay. to be back. Yeah. We could do sprints at the park. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we do it tomorrow morning? Okay. Before we leave for Austin. Yeah. That's going to hurt. I know. <laughs> I know. I feel like sometimes the harder part of like competing or athletics is the practice, the training. Yeah. Even when I was just running for, when I was doing marathons, because it was just running. It's like, okay, so by the time I actually run the marathon, it's just the victory lap because all the work I put in practicing, going the nine milers, the 13 milers, the 16, the 21 mile probably never going more than 22 23 it's like that day i can wake up i know i'll do 26.2 no problem how the hell how to somebody We're train wired for differently. that like that's insane running was me. like when i was doing it in my early 20s it was like very therapeutic it was just like uh therapeutic i've never ran and been like wow this is it was like getting they call it the runner's high yeah i never felt that it was the equivalent of being high, but just doing it while you're running. What if you have to use the restroom? So in the very beginning stages, when you're learning how to run long distance, you're, you may run into that problem. That's only happened to me once, maybe twice that I can remember. But luckily I remember I, in college, I was doing this three mile loop and I think there was like a porta potty. It was called like Randolph Park in Tucson, Arizona. And um, I think one time I just had to run for the porta potty. You just had to learn to time it. So do they make enough porta potties out there that, like, if you oh, have to go during the ra oh yeah for sure one? oh oh for for okay. races yeah people are spending like a hundred dollars or something like that to enter one of these things. I imagine now, so of course they're gonna have porta potties for thousands of people that are racing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you could tell I've never done that. Running's a different animal, and and then you add riding a bicycle, and the bicycles aren't they really thin tires? So yeah, the the my worry, competing wise, is always if I get a flat, how much how nervous I'm going to be, my heart racing, I have to go on the side of the road to change a flat tire and stuff. And when I did this uh, in Costa Rica, I never still to this day had to do it, but that whole time I was doing it during the rainstorm it, it was like during like downpours it rain on us the the weather was weird and, and humid and tropical and so it rained i was just thinking the whole time i was biking hopefully i don't get a flat tire because i don't know if i could have recovered from that so when you say you want to become an iron man how how do you train for that so that's double what i did it's uh yeah. 140.6 miles maybe because it's 70.3 and you don't stop the whole time no like it's 140 it's, miles so i believe straight. so I'll, the half was a 1.2 mile swim open water i did in the ocean it'll probably be what 2.4 or wait so the swim is only two miles two two and a half miles for for the iron man how part. many mile run um a full marathon 26.2 wow <laughs> and then but that's the the runs the last the bike ride the bike is um my bike was 50 or 75 miles so it's the bike is going to be at least 100 plus but is there a time limit or how long does that usually take people uh, th there eventually is a time limit but all courses are different i don't know i think i think probably 
I don't know what the fastest in the world is. Maybe eight hours, but eight to 14 hours, I imagine, is a range. Oh, my gosh. How do you eat? You eat while you compete. What What do you eat? <laughs> like, it's weird, but like... Like the gels? Like gels, stuff? bars, like wow. people do fruit, it, it, all different shit. How, do you think people have done Ironman or Ironmans and then stopped and given up? I don't know, but Paul Felder's now doing this stuff. At, we got to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're right. But I'm saying, and then when you compete it or complete it, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh. Do you win an award? Um, do you get a trophy? You do get you do get uh, an award, and some people tattoo tattoo the tattoo the Iron Man symbol on their bodies. Got it. Yeah, that's it's that's a huge cool. accomplishment. That's hardcore. I know. It's like an elite like like physical fitness it's club. like an olympian like you you're elite you know what i'm saying like it's it's there's certain i mean it's an olympian it's different no actually not you're not an olympic medalist but as an olympian yeah i could see that or like an olympic trial qualifier at least yeah 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 for sure olympic trial qualifier for sure and then like the fastest ironman people like the top two would be like Olympian caliber. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, oh, that's hard. Sure. I respect that. I just, I respect and love all athletics, you know, athletes, sports. I just, I love this stuff and I miss it a lot. For sure. For sure. That's why like for the swimming thing, I can relate to you about like feeling other people, but just trying to focus on yourself. But clearly your sport in racing and being the fastest like i i know what swimming hard feels like i can only imagine how hard I, <laughs> I i that's not my forte you know well like we all have our own things that we're great at yeah and that you know we've been doing for quite some time um like i mean i first swam when i was six years old you know yeah no i I've, I've always been a good swimmer but i've never been like a race type swimmer like a lifeguard like swimmer like know the strokes <laughs> can get there pretty efficiently and faster than most people but not like racing fast i just love competing well yeah i just never yeah. thought swimming was that i mean yeah. when we competed on the pickleball court you saw what went down yeah, you did beat me. It was down at Ruka. Shout out to Coach Jason Perillo. He's awesome. Yeah, and he beat your your buddy Luke Rockle that day when I we know. were there. Before we interviewed him, you know? <laughs> before you interviewed him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was before I interviewed him. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he, he played him after I interviewed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was a fun day. Yeah, for sure. A lot of uh, fun days ahead. Yeah, like in Austin... A lot of good fights coming up so we have austin texas and then next week yeah next week maybe should we surprise yeah. people yeah, yeah we'll, we'll surprise, we'll people. surprise we'll people and then we'll talk about it and then international fight week that's gonna be great which that's gonna be really yeah great. we have a lot of fun stuff planned so we'll surprise people yeah but yeah i mean i just want to say that i greatly appreciate everybody's support and it's been very overwhelming, you know, for to hear everyone's support, um, especially for me getting back into swimming after all these years off. And I like so many people have left so many nice comments and it 
truly means so much to me so thank you guys so much and i promise like i'll do a better job of trying to vlog things and give you guys a behind the scenes look of just my training and preparation to achieve my childhood dream of qualifying for the olympic trials and of course i appreciate david's support because you are the one that encouraged me to exercise again <laughs> for sure but most importantly you believe in yourself and that's what it comes down to and you have what it takes and then you have the self-belief and you're making it happen and all these people will tag along when they see it and your actions will continue to speak louder than your words and you know you're going to prove it all and you're going to get what you want and here we are and all you can do every day is just try your best and try to be best better than you were yesterday make sure you follow helen Yee sports episode 104 of the schmo zone podcast we are out <laughs>